Welcome to episode 41 of How About Them Huskies. I'm Connor, joined with Matt today, and it's officially season two of the podcast. The official turnover, we'll call it October. October starts the new season. New season's coming up for the Huskies in about a month, and we got some news to talk about, so let's get into it. First of all, some unfortunate news for the Huskies. A key injury, Donovan Klingon, last week suffered a foot strain in practice. He'll be out about a month, the team said. I hope that won't linger too much as the first game obviously is November 6th and that's a month puts him at about late October. So he has like a week to get ready. I hope that won't really affect him. I mean, you're playing some bad teams early on. Your first real test is the 19th against Indiana. So even if you don't play him or play him like not that much in the first like three or four games, I feel like they'll be okay. What do you think, Matt? What do you think they should do with that? I get a little nervous, uh, especially with Klingon's size, for anything to happen, you know, on his lower body. These things do tend to linger for these bigger players. I mean, you have seen in the past that, you know, players, I mean, I hate to say it, such as Greg Oden, who suffered with really weird leg injuries very early on uh, through college into his NBA career, who never really got better from it. So I honestly think that they should just take their time with Klingon. Don't rush him back uh, against your earlier opponents. You know, you could get away, uh, away with running some other guys. So, I mean, it would honestly probably even be helpful, too, to get these other guys some runs. So, um, I would I would personally sit clinging as long as you need to. There's no rush, uh, especially with him projected to be a top 10 pick in this upcoming draft. Uh, it, it would really be a good idea just to give him some time, let him heal, um, let him get back to 100%. Yeah, there's three or four games before that Empire Classic. I maybe get him in one of them. Because Indiana, they have a pretty deep front court. That first game, Khalil Ware, Malik Renault. You don't really want to throw him into that right away. So maybe that last non-conference game before the Empire get him in. But this isn't the first time we've dealt with these preseason injuries. Obviously, last year, Andre Jackson broke his pinky kind of around the same time. I think even a little later, maybe mid-October. And he was back for the PK Invitational. And obviously, Jordan Hawkins suffered a concussion the first game versus Stonehill. He came back for the PK. So these injuries, they happened last year. We got better, and the team was all right. Also, Samson Johnson, too. We can't forget him. He got hurt in the opener. And that that leads me to the next point with the front court, obviously, with clinging out. I mean, it's not that deep to begin with. I mean, we lost guys. Usually we have a handicap like Richie Springs. Even though he didn't play, you still have the body if you need him. Like, obviously, last year we did need him in the rotation a couple of games. Now, pretty much at center, all we have, if Klingon misses any time, is Samson and Singare, two kind of unproven guys. I mean, Samson clearly has shown flashes, but I, I'm not too confident in that group if, if it, Klingon really needs to miss some time. I mean, I feel like we needed one. We have one more scholarship open. They maybe should have got one more big man, even for practices like Richie Springs last year, just a guy that it can compete and maybe even earn some run. I mean, if you look, if you do look back to last year, I mean, I feel like a majority of our team came from opportunities, you know, maybe they didn't necessarily have to start. Look at Caravan. He wasn't someone who was immediately your starting power forward. Uh, you were looking at Samson for that job probably right next to um, uh, uh, Sonogo. But now, I mean, you have plenty of opportunity with Klingon out to stretch the floor. I mean, you'll probably run Caravan back at the four and then throw Samson at the five, Singara. Singara, however you pronounce it, we'll figure it out. But he'll probably get some decent minutes with Klingon going down. Um, and don't forget, you have a really big uh, backcourt to Stefan Castle coming in there at 6'6", running the point guard. So, I mean, size shouldn't necessarily be an issue, especially in today's game where a lot of the forwards are 6'8", 6'9". Um, I'm not too worried 
and I feel like when Klingon comes back, this shouldn't be something that, you know, ruins his game or really takes him out for a while. But I would love to have him back, especially, uh, you know, North Carolina, Indiana against Baycott and such. So we'll see what happens, definitely. Yeah, one thing with the injury, like you mentioned, he's a big dude, 7'2". That foot, I mean, that's carrying a lot of weight down the court. I mean, we're also expecting him to play double, if not maybe even a little more, the minutes from last year. So that's another place where I'm a little worried, especially I feel like if he plays right out of the gate, he won't be playing like new normal starter minutes, maybe like 20 minutes max just to get him going. I mean, obviously Samson's proven he can be a solid backup and Singar is there too, but I'm worried about a foot injury for a 7-2 center, even though he's young. I mean, it's just, it frightens me a little bit. Definitely, especially, you know, Looking at the history, you don't want to you don't want to mess with it. Take your time, take your time healing them up. Definitely. Now we'll kind of move into the next portion. This is kind of breaking news. Right before we started recording this episode, we were going to talk about obviously Cooper Flag visited now last a couple weekends ago, and he just announced a few minutes ago, or someone announced for him that he will not be visiting Kansas. He was scheduled to visit them for their version of first night. I believe it's. I believe it's maybe this weekend or next weekend. I don't remember which one, but he's not scheduled to go to that anymore. So obviously him not visiting, it's down to UConn and Duke essentially. I feel like the Huskies are still a long shot there, but I mean, you got him to visit. He didn't, he didn't visit Kansas. So there's a point there for UConn, but it's, I still feel like he's a dookie, but maybe Hurley said something to make him cancel his Kansas visit. That's how we're hoping right now. But I think, I think the visit went well for Cooper flag. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you saw I posted all those pictures on Instagram. It's really good to see. Uh, I mean, even just the idea of Cooper Flag, considering UConn is a huge jump in the right direction. I mean, even if, you know, he ultimately decides to go to Duke, I am very, what's the word? I'm inspired sort of in the way that Dan Hurley has revamped the program, gotten all these guys, you know, take a second look at UConn, you know, come on visits, come check it out come meet the players and, you know, maybe your mind will change, but we have proved that, you know, the winning culture has returned. Um, Hurley has done a fantastic job at creating NBA talent. He's put out a number of guys. He had three just this year. So players want to come, they want to learn under Dan Hurley. And I mean, I, like I said, in the last episode, we'll see a lot about what happens uh, with Stefan Castle. I feel like if he comes in as a great player, one and done, then I feel like that's a huge step forward to getting more players like this. I mean, you want your guys to stay, but you know, you do, you do want your players like Cooper flag and such. Yeah. I feel like it's very beneficial. Obviously he's from Maine. He's from the Northeast. UConn is the college in the Northeast. If you want to stay local, I mean, I guess there's BC, but no one goes there, but I, I think it was a nice touch. Obviously the backstory with him and Klingon, their mothers were teammates in me and we saw the photo shoot they had together. Klingon was hosting flag all weekend, even though if Cooper were to come odds, odds are that Klingon would not be on the roster, but it's nice to see that they're, they're together there. And I feel like this is a real stretch, but this is a little, little fun. Imagine Klingon's foot injury. It lingers to the point where it's not worth going to the draft next year. And Cooper Flag comes, and we have that dynamic too. I feel like that's never that's not going to happen. Don't don't have me saying that's going to happen because odds are both those things aren't going to happen. But that's something that would be really cool to see. Brian, that doesn't happen for Klingon's sake. Heal that foot up and get to the draft, young man. <laughs> Definitely. Next, we'll talk about some other other recruits here that besides Cooper Flag for that class of twenty twenty four. First, Pat Nagamba. 
He's a five-star. He was a teammate of Isaiah Abraham in high school. Obviously, they both visited together back in June or July when Abraham committed. He's coming back for another official visit. He will be here for first night, which is set for October 13th. I mean, he's a guy, if you miss out on flag, and if you don't, you want him. He's a five-star center. I mean, especially if Klingon's going to be gone. I know he's considering a bunch of other schools. Kentucky's one of them. I saw Providence was on his list, but Hurley, I said this with flag. I'll say it again. He doesn't usually waste his time with like getting guys to come in for visits. Usually like if these top guys, you know that you're not going to get them. Don't even bother. I feel like Nagangba coming back for another visit after already visiting and seeing his teammate commit is definitely a huge plus. And I really think he'd be a huge addition. Coming for a first night is a really big deal especially to a place like UConn where over the past five years, you've seen the big men come in and you've seen how they have turned out. I mean, even if you look at players who were not five stars, not even close coming in, Isaiah Whaley will name one, not necessarily a big man, six, seven ish, six, eight ish, but the progress and that uh, Hurley helps these guys make is crazy. Sinogo, one of them, Klingon, one of them, Whaley, one of them. I mean, Whaley's pl- he was playing in the G League last season. Tyler Polly, who was a bigger stretch for playing overseas professionally. If I'm a big man, I'm really looking at UConn and Dan Hurley as a prime destination to come and uh, play here for college because he's proven that he can develop these players into NBA-ready players. And, you know, Klingon being a projected lottery pick next year really helps. So him coming to first night is a really big deal, especially with his teammate. Yeah, I mean... You don't get everyone, obviously. It'd be nice if we had Cooper Flag visit for our first night. He was scheduled to visit Kansas's, and like I said, and he's going to Duke's version of it, so we missed out there. But, yeah, we've seen recruits come to first night in the past. It's been successful, and I'm, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited for first night in general. It's really the first real taste of the Huskies, see some of the guys. That'll be exciting. And we have a couple more prospects to talk about, kind of on the negative. We're not getting them side. Another one, which is kind of surprising, Tyler Betsy. It's looking like he won't be headed to the Huskies, the Connecticut product. Rumors are, I'm seeing on Twitter and online, he's either going to Alabama or Cincinnati, which is kind of random. I know Cincinnati just made the jump to the Big 12, so they're going to be a little more in, in it in recruiting. But still, I mean, a Connecticut kid just watched them win the national championship, and they want him to go there, and he's going to consider Cincinnati. That just doesn't make too much sense. But obviously – He's making the decision he think is right. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it's tough seeing these uh, Connecticut products not coming here. Primo Spears, another one who I would have loved to see him come in the transfer portal. But, I mean, obviously, you got to make the better decision for yourself and, you know, obviously your family where you see yourself, you know, progressing. You know, maybe he wants to go somewhere where there isn't much competition at his position and he could get the maximum amount of minutes and, you know, hopefully be a one-and-done. Uh, I feel like Hurley kind of told him that that's not what we're looking for here. And, um, you know, kind of maybe uh, leaned him a different direction. Yeah. And the other guy I wanted to touch on upon is Boogie Fland. Obviously we were in on him for a while. We've talked about him. He's one of the few names we all knew in the recruiting early on. He won't be coming to the Huskies. He announced his top three of Indiana, Alabama, and Kentucky. I mean, I figured this, I think most of us figured this, after, especially after we got Ahmad Noel in July to be a point guard. I feel like Fland wouldn't want to come when he would be like trying to split minutes, especially if we have like guys coming back like Diara for another year to run some point guard. That's not too surprising to me. I mean, what do you, how, how do you feel about Fland? Obviously he's a good player, but it's not surprising. I was, I don't know, in a way I was surprised. I figured 
one of the main, you know, top 25 guys that we've been looking at for a while would fully commit after, you know, the national championship, which didn't seem to happen again. Another Northeast guy going down to the Midwest. Um, I could really see him ending up at Kentucky. Honestly, Kentucky loves their guards. They love to um, bring in guards, have them come out in a year or two. I mean, even the guards they have that aren't even that productive, such as like Ty Ty Washington, who was never anything crazy, got drafted in the draft. So, I mean, I, I can really see him going to Kentucky and coming out after one year. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Kentucky, maybe even Indiana. I feel like they they are always missing that those guards, and he seems really interested there. But I feel like obviously we just won the title, and we get all these. We get Abraham, we get Noel, but I feel like we're kind of missing on some of the top guys, like like Fland, like Betsy. I feel like obviously Hurley has a plan, and I'm not gonna doubt him, especially after we brought in Joey Calcaterra from San Diego in June to be a key contributor to the to the national championship team. I'm not gonna doubt any move he makes or any guy he doesn't get, but I mean. I feel like we're kind of behind a little bit with this 2024 recruiting. I mean, obviously there's still a bunch of good top guys out there we're in on, but I I feel like by now we would have seen something else. I also feel like we're a little behind. I mean, having two guys in is great, but I mean, we're at this level now where, I mean, we need to set a sort of a higher standard um, in recruitment where, you know, getting into four stars isn't very much a success anymore as it was, you know, a few years ago when you brought in Book Knight and Gaffney. But, um, you know, I feel like Hurley isn't really worried. He does a lot of his work in the transfer portal. He does a lot of good work in the transfer portal is a thing to look at Cam Spencer this year. Hopefully he turns out great. So, I mean, we, I feel like we're just going to roll with the cards that we have. We'll see what happens with, you know, Castle and Caravan and all these other guys, Solo Ball. Um, you know, we might not need too many fantastic players, but, you know, you, you would love to see a five-star come in. Yeah, that is a good point. I mean, you look at last year's team, they only had Caravan and Klingon for freshmen, but you even that out, you get four transfers. This year, we get just have the one transfer. That's because we're bringing in five freshmen. So it doesn't always have to be you need like so many freshman players to come in. You can attack the portal. It's evolving every year. More top guys are getting in. This year, we didn't have too much of a need for a guy besides Spencer. Like I said earlier, maybe another big man. But besides that, I mean... I feel like we're filled out pretty well. And I think we're just about done here. Kind of a quick episode with the two of us, but I do want to highlight something that I announced today. We have a second show coming here to the channel. It's called Shooting Stores. It's with us, the host of How About Them Huskies. I'm not sure how we're going to do it, if it's going to be all four of us with the player or just a couple of us. We'll figure that out. We still have a ways to go before the first episode, but it'll be us, some combination of us with either Tyler Polly or Joey Calcaterra. Those episodes are going to come out every two weeks and it's going to be a blast. We're just going to hang out with them, talk about their time at UConn or their basketball careers, where they are right now, or just lifestyle things like pop culture, anything really. The possibilities are endless there. And obviously we've seen there's been a great reception after that announcement and we're really excited to get going with it. Definitely. And if you guys have any input or any questions, I would say, I mean, questions that you have for them, we're more than happy to ask. And you know, uh, we're excited to kind of get your input in there. I feel like you're uh, excited to get your input. So don't be afraid to leave questions down in the comments about, you know, where they are, how they feel about, you know, the team, maybe halfway through the year, like what's going on with them. So definitely very excited. Yeah, definitely. If we know Ty from last year, and I'm sure Joey, they're going to be following along all year with the rest of us. So definitely drop some questions and also drop some guys you want to see them maybe bring on, like 
maybe we'll have Tyler probably bring Isaiah Whaley or Josh Carlton on for an episode, or Joey can choose anyone from last year's national championship squad to bring on just to mix it up a little bit. We're open. It's not just going to be us, Joey and Ty for the next, however long talking, we're definitely open for suggestions for players. So also you can drop those in the comments as well. And I think that'll just about do it here for the first episode of season two of how about the Muskies episode 41 kind of undermanned today, but that should change for the next and future episodes. But we wanted to get this out while it's hot, obviously Cooper flag, Canceling Kansas is huge. Klingon just announced, or he didn't announce his injury. He suffered his injury. So this is, felt like there was a good time. But our next episode, tentatively, we're shooting for a Big East or a, a team preview, not the Big East preview, a UConn full team preview after Big East Media Day at some point. Big East Media Day is three weeks from probably today when you see this, the 24th. So sometime after that, we, we'll see a full team preview. Maybe we'll bring on a guest or something. We're not too sure yet, but. That should be our next episode, so if you're looking forward to it, that's when it'll be. Thanks for watching.